Well, it's that time. It's the time in the Commonwealth of Virginia where we can go to the polls on this Tuesday to elect 140 new members to the General Assembly. Who are you going to vote for? What issues matter to you? And why does it matter here in the Commonwealth what we do in politics? It's Stay the Water. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Laville. We'll be right back with a very special guest. Welcome back at Stay of the Water. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Lavelle. We want to thank you again for joining us, as you always do, on this beautiful Sunday here in Hampton Roads. Listen, this is a very, very special show. It's our annual Get Out the Vote show. That's right. Here in the Commonwealth of Virginia, and you've been listening for the last several months, you know that this is a very important election. We got an opportunity to send 140 new members to the General Assembly. We've been broadcasting here on the campus of the Norfolk State University, the Commonwealth of Virginia's largest and best HBCU, at WNSB Hot 81, the Solar VA, bringing candidates here to talk about issues that are important to you. But today we have a ex- very special guest that's going to talk to us about the importance of voting. We have with us none other than award-winning actress and advocate, Carrie Washington. Carrie, thank you so much for being here on State of the Water. Thank you so much for having me. It's so wonderful to get to talk to you. Absolutely. Well, listen, we want to get right into this because listen, yeah. you know, this is a great time of the year. It's election time. It's a great opportunity for us to go to the polls and really exercise our right to vote, our democratic right. So, but before mm-hmm. but before we do, listen, everybody knows you as this phenomenal actress, television, film, <laughs> you know, and they're like, Carrie Washington, get out the vote. So, you know, as a successful actress and entrepreneur, why are you engaged in politics and voting? Well, I'm not engaged in politics and voting as an actor. I'm engaged in politics and voting as an American because I think that democracy is really important. There are so many difficult issues that we are facing, whether it's the environment or healthcare or women's right to choose, the economy, education, freedom of expression, violence overseas. There's just so much violence on our home ground, right? There's so much that we're dealing with. Voting for me is the one area where we get to express our opinions and state what we want for our world. So I work a lot on voting and democracy because that's how we really allow ourselves to be change makers. It's not about me, right? It's not about saying like, do this thing because I'm Kerry Washington and I think you should. No, I'm an American and I want all of us to have our voices. You know, when I woke up in, in 2016 after that devastating election, my character, Olivia Pope, was trending on social media because everybody was like, Olivia Pope, you have to fix this. You have to save us. Please. But that's not how that's not how democracy works, right? It's not up to me. It can't be about hero worship. Democracy is a system by and for the people. We all are the heroes that are required to change our world, to fix our situations. So I show up and talk about democracy because I want everybody to realize that every single person listening, you are the Olivia Pope of your family, of your community, of this country. Wow. I love that. You are walking democracy. You know, there. Yeah. you know, right now in our country, we're seeing the, mm-hmm. the issues that are taking place and there are so many moving parts. You mentioned a few, but what issues Mm -hmm. that you see that are important to our community here in Virginia, African-Americans, and more specifically the United States as a whole? Well, nobody knows better than you guys, right? Like, I can't tell you what matters in your community. You know what matters. But in being on the ground and talking to a lot of advocates 
um, community organizers in Virginia. It feels like the things that people are really buzzing about are healthcare, safety, our economy, and our fundamental rights. There's an attack on civil liberties. And Virginia has been the only state in the South that has not put new bans on abortions. It's the first and only state to pass its own Voting Rights Act. So Virginia is at the front lines of some of our most important issues. And this election is really about moving Virginia forward or dragging it back. Um, what happens here, I think, really matters on a national stage. But here in Virginia, you have, I love that Virginia's happen, that elections happen every year in Virginia. <laughs> and you guys have the opportunity to put people in office who are really going to protect your right to thrive, whether that's about education, a woman's right to choose, creating jobs, right? Like Virginia's in a really exciting moment. And I don't want people to sit out because here's the thing I would say to people. Politicians are not in charge. They work for us. When we pay our taxes, when we, sorry, when we pay our taxes, we pay their salaries. So for us to not show up and vote, it's like being asleep at the wheel. Like we got to boss up. These people work for us. They need to know what we want, how we feel, what we desire, what we believe. Absolutely. You know, that, that, that goes right into what I believe is, is the importance of voting. Now here in Virginia, Voters have an opportunity to flip the House of Delegates and keep the Senate and make keep it Democratic. And when you talked mm-hmm. about Virginia and, and the progress and the progressive policies, a lot of that happened under Democratic control. So mm-hmm. t- tell us a little bit about the importance of voting in this moment in Virginia and more specifically our country. Listen, I want to be really clear. I truly believe that no matter who you are, regardless of your political party, your vote matters. Um, in this election in particular, right? Everybody's voice matters. Everybody vote, everybody's vote matters. Every vote should be counted. But if you want to be able to make decisions about your health and your body, your vote, you got to know that this election matters. If you want to see meaningful gun safety reform, your vote in this election matters. Decisions are being made about the things that we care about, and this election is so important. Um, you have the power in Virginia to elect leaders that are really going to represent your values and make sure that your family and your friends, that what they want is what's happening. But that means that you have to not only make sure that you're voting, but also check on your family, check on your friends, yes. make sure that they're voting, make a plan together, make it a community event. When I was growing up, my parents used to take me to the polls with them. We, you know, It's so important that we spread the value of voting in our community. So those friends that say they don't believe in it, call them, tell them how important it is. Go to the polls with 10 friends, challenge yourself. Absolutely. (laughs) Ms. Washington, listen, when you talk about challenging them to vote, when you're talking about making sure that they go to the polls, I want to talk about the impact of voting, right? The impact of voting on January 6th. Can you hear me? Hello, testing one, two, testing one, two. I think we lost her. I think we lost her. All right, I think we lost her. Testing one, two, testing one, two. Testing Hi, one, two. sorry. Oh. I, t- I told you it's a little in and out. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're good. You're good. So, okay. So, so where you ended was great. You know, check on your friends to go vote. So we're going to pick up from great. there and we're going to talk about the impact of voting. That's the 
I want you to talk to the Gen Zers and college students. Uh, we're going to highlight being on the college campus and so forth. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. You know, when you talk about make sure your friends vote, you know, we're on the college mm-hmm. campus here. We want historically black college university, the biggest and the best in the Commonwealth and one of the best in the nation. And I want you to talk about the importance of voting for this generation, Gen Zers and college students, especially, mm-hmm. especially on the back of what we saw with January 6th. We saw a democracy mm-hmm. under attack by extremists. I mean, how can we forget those images? Still today, we have those that deny the election. And we see the U.S. Supreme Court rolling back rights that, are, that so many of our ancestors fought for. So I want you to talk directly to our college students and, and Gen Zers. And some of them, this is their first time voting. The impact, why should they get out there and vote? First of all, to the folks who are voting for the first time, I just want to say congratulations. It's <laughs> really exciting, and I'm really grateful to you for showing up. Because the reality is that the decisions that are being made at the ballot box right now are going to affect you longer than anybody else in this country. You're going to be around longer than I am, after I am. So you can't let other people make those choices for you. I need you to show up at the ballot box for yourself, for your community, for your friends, and also for my kids. So I really, really appreciate. I have so much gratitude and respect for the young people who are showing up for your future, for our shared future, but also with the knowledge that you guys are going to have to deal with what unfolds right now longer than anybody else. Absolutely. You have, they have the future. And I remember um, I was moderating a panel and, and Reverend William Barber from the NACP was on it. I, and I told, I made the statement, I said, college students, you are the future. He said, stop saying that. I said, why? He said, because mm-hmm. they're not the future. They are the now. So, That's right. <laughs> That's the, right. That's right. Ms. Washington, this has been truly an engaging discussion regarding our democracy and the importance of protecting it. So in your closing remarks, you know, what would you say to those that haven't cast their vote and those that are on the fence of whether or not they should vote? Oh, my goodness. I just, you know, I want people to know how much they matter. To me, when we vote, we affirm to ourselves and, our, and to our communities that our voices matter, that our lives matter, that we truly matter. When we show up to cast our vote, we get to see our power in action, right? We get to see our power grow. We get to affirm to the world how important we are. So I think it's just beautiful when people show up and vote. It means that you care about yourself. It means that you care about your family. It means that you care about your community. And I guess I would say, if you haven't voted, make a plan now, right? Early voting is open through November 4th. You can't miss this opportunity to make your voice heard. We need to ensure that the voices of black and brown folks around the state are heard, that you are not silenced. Um, you got to go to BallotReady.com. So BallotReady.com is an amazing place where you can learn more about what's on your ballot so that you feel ready to vote. You can read about different candidates and their stances on the issue. But just, you know, make a plan. Know that this is your moment to express your power. It's such an exciting opportunity and and we need you we want you we need you um we're thrilled to have you participate because you guys are the now as you just said you really are the now absolutely listen it's election time and you've had the opportunity to know who you're voting for hear the issues and now we've got Kerry washington engaging us and saying hey 
get out to vote. This Tuesday, November 7th, the polls are open. Cast your vote and make your voice heard. That's actress and advocate Kerry Washington encouraging all of us to get out to vote because our democracy depends on it. Thank you again, uh, Ms. Washington, for being on State of the Water. God bless. I just wanted to ask you really quickly, where does the name of the show come from? Well, Stay the Water was conceived when the Center for African-American Public Policy was started. I was fortunate enough to become the first director for the center. And with that, one of the initiatives is for a radio program to inform the public about laws and public policy. So in brainstorming, I started thinking about the state. So we have State of the Nation. We have State of Black America. And the uniqueness about Hampton Roads is that we're surrounded by water on all sides. So I said, why not State of the Water? And because water is never settled, it's always moving, always changing, Mm, mm, just like our lives, just like public policy, just like our democracy, it's always changing. It's so powerful. I wanted to ask you because I just released this new memoir, Thicker Than Water, and water is such an important image in my life. And I talk a lot in Thicker Than Water um, about a lot of things in my life, but also about the importance of politics and advocacy and democracy and how I came into being as an activist. So um, anyway, thanks for letting me know. That's super interesting. Absolutely. And listen, we're excited to uh, learn more and read more about your memoir as well. And and look, once again, that's Carrie Washington, award-winning actress and advocate here encouraging us to get out to vote for this very important election. Carrie Washington, thank you again for being on State of the Water. Thank you. Once again, this is Stay the Water. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Laville, and you are joining us again for our Get Out the Vote show. Here in the Commonwealth of Virginia, it's election time. On Tuesday, this Tuesday, you, the voters, have an opportunity to send and elect 140 members of the General Assembly here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. That's 100 House district seats and also 40 Senate seats. We just spoke with Kerry Washington, actress, author, entrepreneur, and also advocate, to talk to us about the importance of voting, the importance of getting out and casting your vote, making sure that your voice is heard. So uh, what I want to do now, I want to take a look at some of the races in this area. Now, Hampton Roads itself, I've talked about it during the series, is really the center of political power uh, for not just this last session, but even more so now. Right now, we have the opportunity uh, for the state to have the Senate become majority Democrat and also majority House. If that happens, that means the president of the Senate and also President Pro Tem and also the Speaker of the House will both be representatives or live here in Hampton Roads. That's Louise Lucas and Don Scott. If the Democrats hold the, hold the Senate, still Louise Lucas would be, Senator Lucas would be President Pro Tem, and the Speaker of the House will remain in Republican control. But also, when you take a look at the Executive House, we have the Governor, the Attorney General, and the Lieutenant Governor, all from Virginia Beach. So Hampton Roads itself has an opportunity to become the power broker, the structure, and the force of political power here in the area. But we don't know what's going to happen until you cast your vote. 
So let's take a look at some of these races here in Hampton Roads and some of the most contentious races in the entire state that could flip the control of the House and the Senate. So according to 13 News Now, when we start to take a look at the Senate, right now we have District 17. That's Delegate Clint Jenkins and also Delegate Emily Brewer. We have two sitting delegates that are battling out for this new Virginia Senate District seat. Listen, you've seen the commercials. You've seen how brutal this fight is. This is a very important seat. So wherever you see a lot of commercials, a lot of money spent, you understand how important that seat is. So make no mistake about it. That is an important election, District 17. District 18, you have, again, Senator Louise Lucas, which is the incumbent, longtime incumbent, facing political newcomer Tony Godwin, Goodwin, in that particular race. Uh, you also have District 19, Myra Payne, Democrat, and Christy Craig, Republican, facing off in a Republican-leaning district. Virginia District uh, 20, you have Victoria Lavinos and William or Bill DeSteff, uh, who's a Republican. In this particular race, you have the Senate District race that features longtime office holder Bill DeSteff versus, again, a newcomer, Victoria Lavinos. District 21. District 21, as it relates to the city of Norfolk. This is the first time in 35 years where we will have a Senate race. We will have a Senate tour that represents all of the city of Norfolk. So no more we have different senators representing pieces of the city of Norfolk, but you have one state senator focused primarily on the city of Norfolk. And in that race, we currently have current delegate Angela Williams Graves facing independent challenger Giovanni Domo. Also, District 22. Now, the next two districts, District 22 and District 24, these are two districts that we've seen many commercials. We've seen a lot of news reports locally about defacing a political uh, uh, campaign uh, signs and things of that nature because, again, these races can flip the Senate. That is District 22, current incumbent Senator Aaron Rouse against Republican challenger Kevin Adams. Now, these two ran against each other in the uh, special election uh, for this particular seat. uh, And that race was won only by a little bit over 700 votes. Senator Rouse, that was a very, very close election. This election may tend to swing a little bit more uh, Democratic because of the way the district is drawn, uh, but is still looking to become or be competitive. And finally, District 24 in the Senate. When we take a look, actually, we have two more. District 24 in the Senate here in on the peninsula, you have Senator Money Mason, uh, against Republican challenger, former York Pocosin Sheriff Danny Diggs. Now, this particular race, the commercials have been brutal. Uh, of course, you have allegations against both each uh, candidate for this race. Of course, interpretation is an eye of the beholder, but that's that's politics. That's what happens. Also, you have District 26, uh, Pamela Garner, Democrat against Ryan McDougal, Republican, uh, which it is a Republican-leaning Senate area district. In the House, you have District 70. You have current uh, uh, Democratic senator, I mean, sorry, Democratic delegate, Shelley Simons, uh, running against two 
two individuals in a district libertarian, Michael Bartley, and also Republican Matt Waters. In this particular race, school safety, according to 13 News Now, takes a focus in this particular district race where two candidates are challenging the incumbent, Shelly Simons. And that's because of the Rich Neck Elementary School shooting uh, that happened there. In District 71, we have Jessica Anderson, Democrat, and Amanda Batten, Republican, uh, battling out in that Republican-leading district. District 83, Mary Persons, Democrat against Otto Washman, Jr., Republican. District 84, Nadarius Clark, uh, Democrat, and Michael Dillinger, Republican. Uh, these candidates, they vie for the 84th district seat in Virginia House of Delegates, which, of course, we know is a new, newly drawn district uh, seat. So they are in a major battle, and you've seen the commercials for it. District 86, you have A.C. Cardoza, which is the lone African-American Republican, black Republican in the House of Delegates, uh, running uh, again against Jairus Lewis-Taylor, Democrat. They're vying for the 86th district in the House. You have District 87, Jawan Ward, incumbent, faces a challenger uh, to represent the city of Hampton, John Chapman. You also have District 88, current uh, delegate, incumbent, Don Scott, who, if the Democrats went out, will be the Speaker of the House, uh, running as challenger, James Wright, Republican. District 89, Karen Jenkins, who is the wife of Clint Jenkins, current delegate running for Senate, uh, in a race against Baxter Enos, vying for the 89th district seat in the Virginia House of Delegates. District 90, Jeremy Roden, Jay Leftwich. After running on a post for years, according to 13 News Now, Jay Leftwich faces a challenger in this particular race. District 91, our good friend and NSU alum, Delegate Cliff Hayes Jr., uh, is has a challenger for the 91st district seat. Uh, Elijah Colon, Republican. Also, District 92. District 92, as it relates to Norfolk and Norfolk State, uh, this is the delegate that will represent our interests in the legislature. Uh, so we have two first-time candidates going head-to-head in this race in Benita Grace Anthony, Democrat, and Michael Duran, Republican. District 93, you have Jackie Hope Glass uh, running, current, who is the incumbent, and you have the, her challenger, John Sitka, Republican. District 94, we've seen the ads on this. Phil Hernandez and Andrew Pittman, uh, who are vying and fighting for that particular seat. We also have Kelly uh, Fowler, uh, who is Democrat and the incumbent, uh, has two challengers, uh, Republican Carslake, Mike Carslake, and Nicholas Olenek, which is an independent. And District 97, Michael Fagans and Karen Greenlaw, candidates who are running in a close race in District 97. We're going to talk more about three races in just a moment. That's going to be one of them, just to show you how close this is. You have District 99, uh, which is Kat Porterfield and Ann Farrell Tata. Uh, here, Ann Farrell Tata and uh, Kat Porterfield are vying for the 99th District uh, race. And then District 100, you have Charlena Jones, Democrat, running against Robert Bloxon, Jr., Republican. In this particular race. So as you see, every candidate is up, every seat is up, and they're running and running for your vote. But when we take a look at the competitiveness of these districts, 
let's end this race and how the control of the House and the Senate, General Assembly as a whole, is a major fight because our governor only has one term. All governors have one term. You can't run consecutively here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And his agenda rests upon whether his party can secure control of the General Assembly. So according to WHRO News, Virginia Beach's House Delegate District 97, as I mentioned before, Republican Karen Greenlaw and newcomer Democrat Michael Fagans, this race has become the most expensive race that we have, delegate race, in the area. As a matter of fact, this, according to WHRO, this particular race is notoriously swinging in a notoriously swingy part of Virginia Beach and has become the most expensive house race in the state this year. The most expensive. Think about that. So when we talk about first-term incumbent, Republican uh, Karen Greenlaw squared off against Air Force veteran Michael Fagans, who we've had on the show, uh, this tells you how important this race is. As a matter of fact, this district swung for Joe Biden heavily in 2020, but then swung back toward Governor Yunkin in 2021. It is a swing district. Now, Republican strongs, there was a Republican stronghold for a while. It's one of those districts that over the years, it's been some flips going back and forth. But according to political scientists at uh, Old Dominion University, it is one of those districts uh, that have we've seen to flip. So with that, Republicans want to claim it, reclaim it. And with that, they've been pouring tons of money into this race. Now, as a race to fundraising, these campaigns are neck and neck bringing in just over $1.8 million for this year's race. $1.8 million for one district race itself. Think about that. Now, uh, Greenlaw and Fingers were the second and third highest fundraisers among House candidates in September. And again, according to political scientists of Virginia Westland, quote, we can't overestimate the importance of these races in Virginia Beach. In terms of the composition of the House, and quite frankly, the policies that come out of the General Assembly afterwards, this is one of those districts where those swing districts go, the House goes. So whatever happens in that particular district could be, will be impactful to determine whether the Democrats control or the Republicans. And let's take a look at Senate District 24. Democrat Money Mason in comment against newcomer Republican former Sheriff Danny Diggs. This race has been a brutal race. I've, we've seen the commercials. As a matter of fact, on both, both commercials in, in, with Fagans and uh, Greenlaw, Money Mason and Danny Diggs, you know, we've seen that these particular races have money's been spent, tons of money, millions of dollars, and a lot of misinformation or information going back and forth, I'll say, that's interpreted just a little different. Again, <laughs> it's in the, uh, the, the commercials and all of that is in the ears and the eyes of the beholder. But there are facts, but it's how you interpret those. That's why you've got to do your research to find out who's best to represent you. Now, with that, we see that by the end of August, uh, Senator Mason had raised $2 million, 10 times as much as he spent on any previous campaign. Even in the month of September alone, he raised $1.2 million. 
Uh, sheriff, former sheriff Danny Diggs, race. Uh, his, he's lagged behind Mason's tally in $1.3 million through the end of August and $725,000 in September. And finally, the last Senate race that we're looking at here in Hampton Roads that is a major battle uh, area is District 22. Uh, Senator Aaron Rouse, current incumbent against challenger Kevin Adams again. Once again, this is a rematch from the special election last year, which Senator Rouse won by 700 votes only. 700 votes. So this particular race, we still see Republicans funnel nearly $600,000 in the Adams campaign, trying to retake the seat and possibly the Senate. And uh, again, the district was redrawn more favorably, leaning Democrat. That's 16 out of 40 Senate seats that are open. 16 out of 40. Well, one thing we do know is that on November 8th, no matter what happens, we will have the representatives that will represent our interests in Richmond in the General Assembly. So make sure you have a say. Make sure you cast your vote. If you haven't already voted early, go to the polls on Tuesday, November 7th. Don't just go by yourself. Take a friend. Take your family. Make it a party. Whatever you do, make sure you go vote. Cast your vote. And you can hear all about the results as on, on next Sunday as we break down the results here on Stay the Water, where we bring movers, shakers, and policymakers to you to discuss issues important to the community. Also, tune into your local station at Wavy and WTKR, where I'll appear on each station to break down the election as well. Once again, go vote. Make sure your voice is heard. Make sure you exercise your right that many fought hard and even gave their lives so that you can have a say. This is your country, your community, your commonwealth. Be great. God bless. Go vote. And we'll see you next Sunday.